Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. This is your host, Christina Orlova. Here we will talk about all things OCD. For more information and to contact me with questions, you can go to www.coreresults.com. That's K-O-R-Results.com. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about relationship OCD as that one specific subtype. So one of the things that I do want to um, discuss and name in today's episode is um, essentially some of the more common or and also uncommon features of relationship OCD. So I'm going to dive right on in. So relationship OCD is where essentially your OCD brain is latching on and hooking on to various aspects of your relationship. Now, when we're talking about relationships, I'm not talking about just your um, significant other. This really can show up in terms of your friendships, your parents, friends, and so on. It really can be anywhere, even coworkers. So what I want you to pay attention to and as I, as I go through some of the examples is, you know, is this something that seems to come up for me? So I think the more common symptoms that people do know about are more things like um, if a person is having incessant doubts about their intimate relationship and they're not sure if, in fact, um, it's the right relationship. Or another common thing that people typically hear is doubting the love for the partner or if really they're the one. Um and those things, you know, one of the things about any relationship is there's always going to be an element of doubt and uncertainty. Um, when it comes to OCD, it's not just, you know, you're, you're doubting for a little bit and then you're kind of moving on, but it's that you're stuck in that doubt mode and you are not able to move on. You are essentially uh, spinning out. You um, might not even recognize that you're starting to compulsively um, analyze the situation or your relationship or your partner and, and you, that you're doing it in such a way where maybe you start to nitpick at everything. And again, it's not just because you're having a tough day, but it's it's where you're getting really locked in to this pattern and not able to release and let go. And usually what happens as a side effect is that you start to get a lot of anxiety. You get even more uncertainty and doubt so um, usually that kind of compulsive cycle starts to feed, feed, feed this process and then, um, of course, inevitably it never ends well. And, and usually a common result might be that you start to have arguments with your partner or you start to ask them a lot of questions nonstop because you're trying to have some sort of certainty or peace of mind. Um, but even if and when they do answer your questions, it, it sometimes can feel like it's not enough or you're not quite getting an answer that you think you want. So you might continue to ask them those kind of questions. So it's something to be really aware of. Now, some things that people might not be aware of that they might be doing that is also related to this uh, subtype is... Um, if you are, you know, constantly nitpicking at your actual, like your actual partner, like um, any tiny little thing starts to annoy and irritate you, 
every little tiny thing bothers you, every tiny little thing, you're not really able to kind of step back and look at the whole context of the relationship and you're getting sucked into some minutia or some details that really start to actually chip away and take away from your experience of connecting together and actually being together or remembering even, you know, why you're with that partner in the first place. Now, when it comes to relationships, you know, it's really important to understand that there's a lot of dynamics and layers that go into any relationship. Um, you know, relationships are a beautiful place where people really usually, you know, do, do a little more, you know, connection to each other. Ideally, it's where you're really able to have fun together, explore things. And depending on what culture you're coming from, um, you know, you might have different understandings of what a relationship is. Maybe, you know, for you culturally, it's, you know, a relationship is where there's very clearly defined roles. Maybe for somebody else, it's where, you know, it's really important that you have a certain religious connection or spiritual connection. So you do have to make sure you are putting things in context. Um, like I said, when it comes to OCD, though, what we're really looking at is is understanding, you know, am I getting stuck on something like a partner's imperfections or different traits or different behaviors? And then am I starting to dwell on this? Am I compulsively now analyzing it, uh, breaking it down? Am I constantly asking myself, you know, is he, she really the right one? Are they really, you know, are they really a good match? Are they really doing the right things? Are Are they really passionate enough um, and so again, what's different here is usually, you know, when folks are in relationships and they're always assessing and looking at fit and growth, um, and connectivity, usually it's common to have some element of doubt and uncertainty, but usually people will, you know, think about it, have a conversation, and then typically they move on. There's progress, there's movement. With OCD, you're not having progress or movement. And in fact, things actually get progressively worse. Um, and you get even more uncertain. And then you start to engage in even more incessant, nonstop um, attempts to figure figure out, you know, if this is right or not right or what's going on here. Um, or maybe, like I said, you might be even engaging others in your environment, like friends or family, in these attempts to get reassurance and get clarity. And what happens in there that that actually inadvertently becomes a problem is the more people you involve to start to accommodate this process and to in, in your attempt to try to understand this, and you start to hear people's opinions. As we know, OCD is a doubting disease. So whatever answers you're getting, and, and if you're now you know asking four or five, six different people and onwards, number one, you just filled your head with multiple opinions. And now what's going to happen is compulsively, you now have all of that information that your brain is going to start to work off of to start to go, well, but maybe they weren't right. Maybe this other person was right. And now all that's going to happen is you're going to get further hooked in and sucked into want to compulsively analyze and ruminate about the original obsessive fear and doubt anyway. So you're going to get even further deeper down that rabbit hole. Um, you might engage in a lot of comparing and contrasting your relationship, 
you know, to somebody else that you think is having an ideal relationship. Um, you might engage in um, doing a lot of searches online, reading articles, reading books. Uh, you might, you know, you're thinking that you're educating yourself, but in reality, you're compulsively reading book after book after book, article after article, listening to different uh, pieces of information, and in fact, continuously getting stuck in your head and, and, and engaging in this incessant ev- evaluative process. So. As you're listening to this, I hope you're catching a theme here. With OCD, the most critical element is to recognize and bring your awareness to your compulsive behavior. If you are compulsing around the relationship, that's the first place that you need to do some work. The first place to address is to recognize, okay, hold on a second. I think that I've just been spending, you know, weeks, days, months, however long, um, you know, proactively just you know, breaking my partner down in, into the tiniest little nitty gritty pieces or breaking the relationship down. And all I've been doing is, is, you know, over analysis leads to paralysis, right? So all I've been doing is just thinking about this incessantly nonstop. And has that really led me to any outcome, right? Have I actually arrived at any conclusion? Have I made any decision and taken the next step? If the answer is no, that hasn't happened, I'm actually more stuck, I feel more confused, then guess what, my friends? Your first piece of work is to start to work on interrupting your mental rumination process. And I have a podcast that deals with just that, um, but that's what you need to be able to do. So that's um, going to be an element that I wanted to touch on in this episode when it comes to relationship OCD. Again, remember, OCD will latch on to everything and anything that it possibly can. So you always want to be able to slow down and ask yourself, is what I'm currently doing, is this even functional? It, you know, me getting so sucked in and glued into my partner and their behavior, is this really something that's actually progressing and moving our relationship forward? Do I feel more, more connection with my partner? Am I able to see them as a whole person or am I actually doing something else? That's always going to be your first place to start. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll, I'll write these couple of questions for your own assessment in the notes so that you can um, you can see them. Also, you know, as you listen to these podcasts, always, you know, I recommend grab a notebook and write a quick little, you know, nugget that you get out of this so that you actually take this as an action step for you to implement now today. Um, something else I do want to share is I am in the middle of building a membership uh, a website, a membership program called Mastering OCD. Uh, it will be coming soon. And in that membership, what I'm doing is having a six-week training. Um, those trainings are going to be pre-recorded, And then every week, we're going to be jumping into a live Q&A. So when you become a member of Mastering OCD, you get to have the six-week training with live Q&A calls with me. Also, you'll be part of a private Facebook community. So you'll also have other folks who are going through the training with you. And then as everybody graduates the training, um, I will always offer uh, bonuses and live trainings as well um, outside of just the six-week training process. Um, so that, because I know one of the things that's really important for anybody with OCD um, is that, you, you know, it's hard to just read something and implement. You really do need to be able to ask some questions. And it's really helpful to be around other people that are also going through it with you so that you know you're not alone. 
Um, So that is coming. If you're interested in being a founding member, which means you will be able to help me shape this community and process, you will get get locked into a and grandfathered into a rate that will be just for you. I only have 10 spots left. If you're interested, send me a DM on Instagram, send me an email, um, give me your first, last name and your email address and tell me I want to be a founding member and I will put you on the wait list. Everybody after that will be at a regular standard um, monthly rate. Um, the monthly cost for a founding member is $55 per month. As long as you're in good standing, um, you will always have access to the trainings and you will always be locked in at that rate. Um, thanks so much for listening and I hope you have Thank a great Thank you for listening of, to uh, OCD Whisperer today. Podcast. If you have any questions you want me to answer in future podcasts or any other comments, you can go to coreresults.com backslash contact backslash. That's coreresults, K-O-R-R-E-S-U-L-T-S dot com backslash contact.